0: Welcome ladies, we are Business Classy as Fuck, the podcast about business, travel, and damn classy entrepreneurs like yourself. Yes, femtrepreneur is a made up word and business classy is a shitty pun, but we're here to support you on that lonely path of world domination, either in the business world or literally across the world.
1: I'm Annika, an award-winning boudoir photographer based in Boston, owning femininity and self-love. And I'm Linda, a perpetual nomad building a
0: social media brand based on travel and world love. All right, welcome back, Femtrepreneurs. And today, we actually have a special guest on our show. And, um, yeah, Katie, tell us a little bit bit about yourself. There we go. Okay, so I'm Katie, obviously. Um,
2: I actually paint shoes. Um, I have a little shop online called Katie and Co. and I paint Toms and I actually recently just started to branch out into new shoes. So I've started to paint on Converse and Vans and trying to switch up the shoes a little bit but that's my main thing that I do is shoes.
0: That's awesome. Um, Yeah, so because today we kind of want to talk about starting your own creative business. And I mean, clearly that's a really unique creative business that you've started there. So, um, like, how did you get started? Like, what kind of made you want to do this? Um, How did you go about it? So I
2: kind of, like, fell into it a little bit. I started to paint shoes when I was... I think I was a junior in college. Um, I was probably avoiding homework, and I was on (laughs) Pinterest browsing, and I actually found these pair of Toms um, painted. They were a Red Sox theme, and they were like $200 or something. And I was like, oh, "Oh, shit. Like (laughs) I cannot afford that, but I'm obsessed with these. So I've always been creative and always like crafting up random things and I just started to paint them on my own um mainly because I was broke (laughs) so and I loved Tom's shoes so I just started to paint on my own shoes and I did it for a few years I think this was back in like 2012 um So I did it for a few years, and all of my friends were like, oh, my God, like, you need to do this for other people. Like, you need to put these online. And I just was like, yeah, yeah, like, whatever you want to say, that's fine. Um, But I think it was back in 2015, I actually started my own shop. It was probably, like, midnight. It was just super, super late. And I was like, I'm going to create an Etsy shop so I made it and then it was empty for probably like 10 months or so I did not list one thing so I was like oh my god people are gonna be like what are you doing it's shoes (laughs) so it took me a really long time to actually do it but I started to do it and it took me I think eight months or so to get my first sale but It was so exciting to see that come through. I was like, oh, my God, someone wants to wear a pair of shoes that I painted. That is, like, the coolest thing ever. So, yeah, that's kind of how I got started. It was a very slow, (laughs) long process.
1: I think it's always scary, you know, putting your own, like, art out there. Like, I can totally see how that would take a while to, like, work up the courage to put it on there and, like, because it's such a personal project, Yeah, yeah.
0: It definitely is. Yeah, definitely. But then, like, it's probably, you know, like, that first sale makes it all worth it, and you're like, oh, no, why didn't I start this sooner? Right. It's always (laughs) that feeling, I think.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, like, even now, every time I get a sale, I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. (laughs) Like, people are probably so sick of me, because
1: I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) It's so cool. No, but that's awesome because you have, like, people in almost every state now wearing your shoes and people in the UK and stuff, right? That's got to be such a cool feeling. Yeah, it's just so cool to think that, you know,
2: someone that doesn't even know you, like, wants something that you made. It's just so cool to feel that.
0: Um, That's probably also, like, the big thing that stops you from posting it or, like, starting to sell it because it's like, you know, why would somebody else want this? Because yeah. you're just like, oh, well, I made this and I think it's cool. But, like, nobody really cares. I don't yeah. know. Like, that's how I always feel like, you know, oh, gosh. Like, when I go on Facebook or something and, it's like, I think about writing a status, I'm like, Linda, no one gives a shit. <laughs> like, don't post that. So, I feel like, you know, like, when you start your own creative business, it's almost like the same thing where you can so easily talk yourself out of no one needs this. Like, no one cares. Why are you doing this? Right, right. So, like, how, um you know, I don't know. Like, how how – how do we talk ourselves out of talking ourselves out of it?
1: It's hard. For sure. I don't know. I feel like that should be another podcast. I know. <laughs> like it's probably, probably like a whole thing. On that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's probably a whole other podcast there.
1: <laughs> but okay, I'll
0: write that out, that one down.
1: Yeah, do it. <laughs> So when when you were getting started, Katie, like, how did you def- decide, like, who you wanted to sell to? Or did you just kind of think, like, oh, I'm going to put it out there and see what comes back? Or, like, did you have a, sort of, a, like, a plan in mind when you were starting? Um. So honestly, there was absolutely no plan whatsoever. I
2: just painted what I would want to wear. So I, I probably should have thought about it a little bit better. <laughs> But I really just went about it as, like, if this were me wearing them, what would I want to see? So I kind of just winged it. I had no idea what I was doing. But it was fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And I think like that's kind of, you know, like when you're just starting out, that's probably honestly the best way to do it because that's what they always say, isn't it? Like make stuff for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And then that's how you kind of develop your style and that's how eventually you can start to sit down and think, okay, well, who are these people that are interested in this stuff? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's what they say. But then like I'm starting my stuff right now and I'm like, oh my gosh, who's my target audience? (laughs) I must know who these people are. It's like you can drive yourself crazy with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. I think you really have to stay true to like your own style. Because if you, if like if you started making shoes in the beginning that you didn't like and you wouldn't wear yourself, like I feel like that would translate over to your clients or your customers to be like, oh, well, yeah, right. she doesn't like what she's wearing. Like, yeah. why would I buy them? Yeah. No. That's so true.
0: And I feel like that would kind of like kill the motivation to do it too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But absolutely. I mean, Clearly, it's worked well for you because, I mean, all the designs that you started with in your shop, like, they're still, I think, some of your biggest sellers, right? Like the Red Sox ones and everything. It's funny because some of the ones that I love and
2: I thought wouldn't sell ever have sold so well. And then the ones that I'm like, oh, this is going to be such a good seller have not even sold once. (laughs) So it's, it's a hard thing to figure out. So I feel like you just kind of have to do what you
0: want to do. You know, it's funny because like, we've talked about that before, especially yeah. like, in relation to social media where it's like whenever you have a post and you're like, oh my God, this is such an amazing post. Everyone's going to love this. I'm like no one gives a shit. And then like you just throw something up and people go apeshit over it. And you're like, hold on, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, just stay true to yourself. But speaking about social media, so kind of like transitioning into, you know, so you have your idea, you want to do this. Um, Nowadays, social media is obviously, I mean, social media is the internet now. Mm -hmm. So when you want to start your business, like, you know, where did you start? And like, did you, I mean, like, I know you said it was a slow process, but do you even like have a website? Like, do, is a website necessary these days? Because I saw that even on Instagram now, you can use, you can buy stuff on Instagram now. Yeah. I know. It works like a shop. It's crazy. So it's like, you know, how, yeah, it's like, how did you decide, you know, what, where to put your stuff and do you need a website?
2: Um, So I kind of went through a trial and error process. When I first started, I was just posting my shoes on my personal sites Um, like Facebook, Instagram. um, Those are my main two. And then it's very visual. So I just figured Pinterest, Instagram, those two are probably the best places for it. Um, so I mm-hmm. started those two and then eventually I got a Facebook page and I don't think that you have to be everywhere on every site. It's really kind of what works best for you and my main two that are probably the best sites for me would be Facebook and instagram i think i had a website i tried a website and it just i didn't have a shop on there so it was just a site that you could like check everything out i actually just took it down like two weeks ago uh just because you know it was kind of like not a waste but basically a waste (laughs) (laughs) so um i just was like you know like fuck this i'm gonna stick with my social platforms um Etsy is working fine for me now. I'm sure one day I would like to get off of Etsy, but maybe in, like,
0: the next year or so. Sorry, just a quick question there, because I'm not really familiar with Etsy. So, like, is that... um, Do you have to pay anything to have your store there? Um, So you don't
2: have to pay a fee. It basically goes off of what you list. Um, So I have to pay it's like 20 cents for everything that you list and then um when someone goes to purchase something they'll take a cut from that okay yeah
0: so basically yeah instead of like having to pay for a website and that you just link your social media back to that and save yourself the cost of a website
1: yeah, I mean that makes a lot of yeah. sense. Especially now that you can sell stuff on um, Instagram too. Like, are you thinking about setting that up as well? I would like to. I need to put a little bit more thought
2: into my Instagram
1: account. Um,
2: I do social media as my. Uh, full-time job so usually by the end of the day I'm like sick of Instagram and Facebook (laughs) but it's definitely something that I've thought about I really want to just make it easier for people to shop because not everyone wants to shop on Etsy so I think that way you can reach more people
0: yeah and it's it's definitely interesting I feel like you know once I saw that with Instagram I'm like the need for websites is just disappearing and it's a really like interesting thing, and like I said, I feel like social media is just becoming the internet. Like, there's nothing else we want anymore except social networks.
1: I know, which kind of scares me, but I guess it's cool. good. <laughs> <That's, I laughs> it.
0: progress shouldn't scare you. You have to embrace it. I know, it's cool. Whatever, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we still have like 15 websites. Oh, so don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> uh, no, you funny. just keep ma- making new ones. <laughs> Well, you know, it's like, we need one for the podcast. We need one for this. But probably
0: we don't. I just, I'm old school.
1: I know, it seems weird to, like, you know, start a business. But I guess, yeah, you know, that's the way that, like, business is going these days. Like, you don't need all the old school stuff that we used to think that we needed.
0: Exactly. And it's like, you know, because you don't have to register a domain, really. You don't have to do any of that. So if you're just starting out, I feel like... One, it's making it so much more cost effective because most of these social platforms it's free, right? And like you don't really pay much up front. And like you said, like with Etsy, like you pay like a small fee, but then it's once you make a sale that you actually have to pay for things. So it's like, yeah, it's just as a starting point making it easier to literally just sit down and start posting pictures and stuff on Instagram.
1: Yeah, no. I know. I like that aspect of it. I do. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you? It I feel care. okay with that. One. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Fair enough. Um okay, so then um I guess a follow-up question to that is like how do you go about then now finding your customers? Like so obviously like um social media kind of spreads the word, but do you do anything specific in like campaigning, targeting them now that you've been up and running for a couple of years?
2: Um I do a little bit of that on um etsy itself it kind of runs like a website where you can do um seo work and like run an advertisement and things like that most of the people that purchase from me are coming straight from there i guess not so much with social media i've tried the whole like facebook advertising thing and it just it didn't totally work out for me I got a lot of people that were like, "Oh my god, these are so cute! I'm gonna paint these on my own shoes." Or like, "Why is this no, no. so expensive?" and things like that. So it's kind of just like, "Okay, well, I'm glad you like them, but never mind." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm not here to give you guys ideas.
1: Yeah, like, this is like, for business. <laughs> I like,
2: created this. So, but also at the same time, I'm like, "Yeah, paint them. I would love to see what they come out as. Like, send me photos because." Like, I went through years of figuring out, like, what paints won't crack and, like, what paints you can use if it rains out and, like, shit like that. So I always want to see, I'm like, yeah, you
1: you do it and come back <laughs> yeah. and show me. <laughs> I do the same thing when people are like, oh, my God, I can't, like, book a shoot with you. It's too expensive. And I'm like, well, go do them yourself. Like, I'd love to see the yeah. results. <laughs> you
0: know, like, yeah. That, I mean, you know, that comes back to, like, one of the things that I think you and I, Anika, always, we talk about a lot anyways, is just, like, the process. Everything takes time, right? Yeah. And it always takes so much longer, and it's all those, like, lessons you have to learn. And, you know, I mean, like, that's kind of why we wanted to do this podcast anyways, is so we can share some of that stuff with you ladies who are just starting out. So there you go. If you are just starting out with something, there is lots to learn and lots of mistakes to be made, but... But going back to the um the the Facebook ads and stuff it's really I find that really interesting because so far like I've tried them as well and like I've tried the Instagram ones and stuff and it's just I feel like I'm not getting the results that I See other people having with them. And part of me wants to say that I feel like it's just, it's like budget based.
1: I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: like if you're willing to spend a couple of hundred dollars, then I think your ad will do great. If you're like, well, I can do 50 bucks this month, they're like, meh, we don't really give a shit.
1: Yeah. Not even that. Because I've done some ads that I spent, I think, a lot of money on for it being like a Facebook ad, which again, I think I, I need to get out of the mindset of kind of looking down on Facebook as an advertisement like platform. Um, but you know, I didn't want to put all my money into it and how much, sorry, just how much did you, I think if, if you were happy to share that? Well, now that you ask, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the most expensive one I did was like 300 a month or something. Wow. Okay. Um, so like that's quite a lot to spend, you know, on, on one platform and it didn't do well. I mean, it got people to my page, but like I didn't get like any clients back from that, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's. I don't know. I don't know what people do when they're so successful with running those ads, but I surely haven't figured it out.
0: Yeah, like I know there's like quite um, a few guides and stuff that um, I probably should read uh, about on it, and it's it's just all about targeting the right people and all this stuff. And I'm I don't know. I'm like trying it out in like a new format now, so you know I'll report back to you guys in a few months if it works (laughs) out or not, but. Again, it's just this whole trial and error thing, right? See what works, but it's just like you're spending all this money for no results. And it can get really frustrating.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like I'd like
0: to believe that word of mouth is still a really good way to advertise or get business, but I just I feel like that's kind of dead. I
1: uh, don't that works the best for my business. Um that works for me too. Yeah. yeah. So, Linda, you're <laughs> okay, so really <laughs> I just shouldn't
0: say things anymore.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Because, like, for my business, I think, because it's such a personal thing, so if a girl has come to me before and had a great experience and then can tell her friend, like, hey, you have nothing to worry about, like, she knows her stuff, she's not, like, some weirdo dude in a basement, you know, they no, already you're trust You're not me. a weirdo dude in the basement, again. <laughs> I'm really not. Oh, <laughs> my um, Yeah, so, you know, it makes them feel a lot better already. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I can imagine that, but, okay, so now that I've said that, like, you guys... Both have products that, you know, people can physically see and touch and stuff. And I'm like, hey, look at my pretty pictures.
1: Yeah, I mean, yours is all about inspiration. I know. How do
0: you sell that word of mouth?
1: I don't think you can. I think you just have to inspire people. Yeah.
0: All right. I'll keep trying harder. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. So word of mouth, still really good if you have a product.
1: Um, so, um, these are the our, best business trends ever.
0: <laughs> I know, like we're just—I am just totally wrong on everything. And not really, though. Well, yeah. and I have no idea what's going on. And we're like, yeah, just keep making mistakes. It'll work out in a few years. <laughs> Good luck, guys.
1: <laughs> just struggle <laughs> alongside of us. Yeah, that's funny. We'll suffer together.
0: So, I guess like one last question to kind of wrap this up then would be—you know—given that. Social media is fairly saturated at this point, and there's just so many people out there trying to start their own businesses and doing their own things and becoming these independent creatives. What would you personally say, like, for anybody wanting to start this now, like, is it advisable? And, you know, Anika, same thing to you. Like, would you... What would you say to somebody who's thinking about it now? Like, is it too late? What kind of tip or something would you give them?
2: I definitely don't think it's too late. I would say... I feel like people fall in love with your story before they fall in love with your product or service. Um, So I think it's really cool to kind of show, like, how you start and behind the scenes and things like that because they're going to follow you from, like, day one of I have no idea what I'm doing to, like, oh my gosh, look at me. I am crushing it. So I definitely would say just, like, be true to you and tell it, you know? I don't think that there's anything wrong with that.
0: I think that's probably the best piece of advice we've ever had on the podcast, <laughs> <by> the <way. laughs> Just And it's so, so true. You're absolutely right. Um, it's that story, the, your creation story, and you have to make sure that's a part of everything that you're putting out there because that's what people actually fall in love with. Mm -hmm. before they actually, before they buy anything from you.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. Very well put. Because it makes you seem really human and everything. Well, Yeah, and I mean, and
0: that's the reason that social media is the place people buy from now, right? Because they don't want companies telling us what we want. We want, they want to buy from people. They want to buy from people that they feel they have a relationship with. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, you know, a social media influencer is a thing now. So it's like if you establish that for yourself and your brand, your business, whatever it is you're starting, then that's what people are going to follow and, like you said, fall in love with and want.
2: Very true. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) Sounds good from you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now I tend to talk in, like, big, long loops and then we get lost. And then (laughs) Anika brings in a random story and then I realize we're way off track. It's always Uh, me, I guess. (laughs) It is it is. All right, so, well, thank you so much for being yeah, thank here. You. Um do you have any kind of closing remarks or words of wisdom you'd like to share with our fellow entrepreneurs out there?
2: I would say don't be afraid to just do it. Um you're going to go through a lot of shitty times, but I feel like you need that. It's going <laughs> to make you learn and grow and there's been plenty of times that I'm like what am I doing with my life? But I feel like you have to go through that because you grow and you come out so much, so much better. So definitely keep going and don't let people be mean to you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, again, very nicely put. And um, on that note, I guess we will wrap it up and say until next time, just, you know, suffer through the shit, ladies, and keep kicking ass out there.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. Yay! (laughs)